0: What is feminism? To simply put, it is a belief about the social, economic and political equality of the sexes. Feminism manifests itself in a wide range of political and social movements, ideologies and beliefs aimed towards achieving this equality. One has to remember that while the term feminism can in fact be subjective to different women across different spectrums, the broader idea remains the same. And yes, it is nowhere near man-hating as it is perceived by a section of the society. Over the past few years, the term has seen a negative light. I don't need feminism. Feminism implies women are better than men. But women do already have equal rights. These are some of the common statements coming from the people who have little or no clue about what feminism actually stands for. We do have to realize the difference between a feminist and a pseudo-feminist who disguises their unfair, self-imposing agendas under the disguise of feminism. It is a well-known fact that we have come a long way from the first, second or even third wave of feminism. However, we still have a long way to go in order to assert women's position. Gender inequality is not just a theoretical concept anymore. It do exists even today in the era of modernization as much as it did decades ago. Gender discrimination is deep-rooted in the patriarchal structures of the society, which has conditioned people, in a way, to think of women as inferior sex. In today's episode, we would be talking about the flawed understanding of feminism, its ideation and fabrication, what it actually stands for, and what can be done on our part. Hello everyone, you're listening to The Socially Desi Show the podcast that motivates you to live, create, and inspire. If this is your first time here, welcome. On our show, we discuss tips and strategies with our guest speakers on how to tackle problems related to personal growth, mental health, relationships, entrepreneurship, and health and fitness. So hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com for more of such content. Today, I am joined by Aditi. She is a brand storyteller and a digital transformation expert. She is the proud recipient of Digital Transformation Women 2008 by Niti Ayog and has also won the Business Leader of the Year recently. Hello, Aditi. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Anurag. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good, Aditi. How are you?
1: All well, and we are just hoping that the Corona, I think, news just goes away, and we have much better news coming in. Also, because festivities are around the corner for India so all wave so
0: wave. true so true yes yeah yeah so true and i hope everyone is fine at your place oh, everyone yes. is hale and hearty all
1: all well we did go through a corona wave ourselves mm-hmm. and we were the re- you know uh, we were in the very first stage of being hit by the corona virus back in the month of june it mm-hmm. became a nightmare but uh, yes how i have seen the whole india respond to it now and how we've been tackling the situation i think bravo so I think the whole understanding of Corona is about, uh, you know, making sure that you do understand that humans do not control the world. Yep. And that is so true when we also talk about feminism, today's topic.
0: So true, so true. And, uh, you know, it has actually opened uh, a lot of eyes and they've it has actually made people to think and realize what actually life stands for so uh, you can't live in a superficial world anymore so you need to realize what's uh, you know right and what's wrong and what can be done
1: absolutely
0: so Aditi, uh, to our audience who are not aware about you why don't you uh, tell the Socially Desi audience a bit about yourself
1: super, I'll do that so hi everyone, I am Aditi Uhuri um, I've been uh, a digital marketer now since last 9 years and I have this boutique agency, which is basically a MarTech uh, solutions provider. We're based out of um, North India, uh, that is Delhi NCR. Uh, we are called as Emporium Digital. And uh, the startup, which is now a growing company, is basically into providing you know, storytelling concepts for brands. we work worked with a lot of brands and brands from different uh, industries. And it's been an entrepreneurship journey for specifically me and my business partner since last six years. So it's been a very interesting wave while you know, kind of we've we've won a lot of awards, honors, e- eclods, etc. The whole concept was always about making sure that, you know, we do our thing unapologetically and we own our decisions. And that is also, I would say, the start of feminism. So to just, you know, kind of build on what Anurag just briefed all of you about, let me start by saying there has never been a better time to be a woman. Yeah. Never. Never have women had so many different opportunities as they do now. From running countries, companies, and controlling their emotional and financial needs. Hmm. This is the time we've been doing it. And as a matter of fact, Anurag, I think... It's not only true in India, but across the world that girls outperform boys, not just in school, but also in colleges.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: We should be very happy, right? Yeah. But let me just blow out the trumpet loud and clear. Yet we come across patriarchy, pay gaps, the glass ceiling concepts, and the very recent Me Too concepts. And there is where, let's start by saying, Modern feminism has started to undermine itself, which is a big problem. Hmm. So I think, uh, you know, uh, a bit about me when I have to also give you, I come from a salaried class family where my father has been a banker and my mother has been a teacher. Mm -hmm. And we were two sisters. And my younger sister is, uh, you know, kind of, uh, we were both brought brought up in a way where, There was absolutely no difference in how, you know, my parents would have brought a a girl or a boy up, right? Right. We were just normal kids. So the whole concept of inequality, frankly, for me, never existed. Hmm. And bang. 2007, I come out of the, you know, school world, out from the teacher's what category and see the real world. And wow, you have a girl's quota. You have special quotas for, you know, specifically girls. You have special coaches for girls. You have special um, places to sit for girls. Girls have been given quota. And I often hear a lot of men saying, why you? Hmm. Why are you being given these special privileges? you You have enough of it. And there is where I felt and I started realizing, damn, there's a whole different world for a woman and a very different world for a man. And then came these zones when, you know, because I mean we come from a salaried class family. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Starting in business never meant for me that it was a divide between a woman or a man, or how a man would run his business would be different from how I as a woman would run. Right. For me, it was simply being a business person, not being a businessman, which is the most common man connotation attached to the whole business, you know, running concept. Yeah. And there is where the whole Issues started coming with even my household, when my mother was extremely worried when I used to travel late. Or my father at times would come back to me and say, this is not cool, you know, you can't be working so late at hours. And when you start building a company, you do realize that you have to put and primarily give all that you have, your time, your effort, your brain, your soul to it. So true. It was a little difficult that time. But what eventually happened was that they did realize that, you know, this is something which I truly love. And I would just not care about my gender or what were the social stigmas around me or the circumstantial uh, pressures as being someone from Delhi NCR would always be, Hmm. you know. And I went out and I sort of broke the, you know, kind of whole concept. But somewhere, you know, Eventually coming out, I used to often tell my younger sister when she used to ride that scooty, which is now like, you know, more than 10 years old. Mm-hmm. that when you're going and this scooty breaks off, don't call back. Just try mending it. Get the solutions to your own problem and get it fixed and come back home. Don't call us or give us those jitters that you as a girl are lonely. They're standing there and, you know, there's no one to help. And Anurag, you know what happened? Mm-hmm. Eventually. I also started getting scared with the way all of a sudden India turned out to be like half of the people do not understand the meaning of feminism and the other half who do understand what feminism means, they are just fighting the wrong battle. So So what I realized was in the middle of all of this, we were just lost. So now I don't tell my sister or any young girl or any even the older ones or a woman. You know, fight your own battle because I realized as being a woman, it takes guts to fight battles, which primarily in a society like ours, and it's not just true in India but also abroad, that in a society like ours, where you know the concept of women and men are so different, it is not about equally trying to achieve something or giving equal opportunities to both you and me, but it's all about, you know, I would say. F- passed in a way which it looks like it's a little unclear to all mm. of us. So right now I feel, and I mean, the recent, I think I remember the uh, last year's, you know, kind of Hyderabad rape case. Yeah. And uh, The way I think my teammates came back to me and said, we are really scared to travel on road, you know, and it scared me too. So now is the time when I never tell my sister to, you know, go and fix her own scooty when it's broken down. I'll be always be like, just call, immediately call and ask for help. Which is not so cool, living in the 21st century, you see.
2: So, so where true. is
1: that? There? there is where I think feminism and the whole concept of if we are equal to you as a man, just like is all questioned for me.
0: Yeah, I guess the the bigger problem here is that uh, the fundamentals are going wrong. I mean, uh, you know, it's not a gender war that uh, we are in. And this is more of uh, you know being equals and trying to bring in and bring out the voice of the women and giving them the uh, respect and the place that they deserve. I mean, it's not about uh, you know fighting for what's right or wrong. I guess the fundamentals have gone wrong. What do you say about that?
1: Absolutely. I think uh, the whole concept which you would also see out there in the boardroom reality, Hmm. do you realize that I, as a woman entrepreneur, I'm a very minority stakeholder, not only in India, but across the world. Women out there in boardrooms, etc., are now being pushed inside. And uh, like you're rightly saying, the fundamentals have gone wrong. We do not understand what, you know, being a woman is, or we do not even understand the concept of feminism. And there is where the confusion starts coming into picture and i think i do see a lot of better programs now coming um, you know in form of i would say a lot of education etc when it comes to telling you about the whole equality system but this whole generation to which you and i belong to will have to perish if we really want to make an impact and talk about feminism being about equality so, so there is where i think the problem is coming you know because we all have been, you know, kind of told. So you are told that, you know, you cannot cry Anurag, you're a man. Mm. I have been told that it properly because you're a woman. And these are not good things, you know. And I remember a lot of people would often tell us that this is not a, what a good girl would do. So I think the whole concept of how do you define a good girl is absolutely flawed. The other flawed concept is I feel ashamed when a lot of girls would get up or women would get up and say, I am the man of the house. No, I'm sorry, you can be a woman and still do all that it takes, you know, to do your thing well, not be a man of the house. So, I mean, whenever somebody would turn around and tell me that, you know what, you are so much of a son to your parents, I would always be of the opinion that I'm happy being a daughter and let me be who I am, not changing my gender because I'm proud to be a woman. But unfortunately, the way, like you rightly said, this is the flawed, uh, you know, fundamentals are there from the grassroots level, a lot less women take the privilege or also get the privilege to be, you know, kind of, uh, let me position it like that, to be proud of who they are or to stand and to take a call of what they truly believe in. Because there's so much of societal pressure, peer pressure, and, you know, your own family pressures on you as a woman that you... I would say not you, but I would say 95% females I see come under that pressure. Yeah. So the whole concept has to start from the very grassroots level. Maybe, you know, I'm just like thinking aloud with all the socially desi audience here. Maybe have these kinds of programs or, you know, kind of mannerisms where, you know, let's say a Montessori or a nursery grader is being taught about how you and I are equal. Even you can like a pink and I can have my favorite color as blue as a woman, you know. Yeah. Those concepts have to be, uh, I think, pushed into our educational system, our our thought, our mentality to make that impact and to change that grassroots reality of the flawed feminism we are talking about.
0: So true, so true. And this feminism that we're talking about, we're we are considering the third world country, right? Because uh, right now, the concept of feminism in the uh, developed countries is way different. And like you said, right, outside, the kind of understanding and movements are way different than what we have in India, or maybe in any other third world country. So, For us, the fight is even more severe. The fight needs to go on in the right direction instead of just trying to copy and paste what the West is doing. So I guess that is where understanding what feminism means for our country and for our society, uh, that is more important, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And let me put it like this. One of my uh, cousin sister happens to be this renowned, you know, kind of, uh, she's a US-based renowned a uh, scientist you know okay. a medical scientist and uh, to my utter dismay she has been like there since last 15 years and she calls me and she tells me do you know to come to the directorial level in my own you know kind of laboratory it took me good you know kind of fight to be put across these different you know kind of scientists who were men to get this position for my own self. So, I mean, I do realize that India is a lot behind, but I do also see that it happens in the very, you know, in much of these developed and Western countries, you know. Yeah. At the same time, when we talk about India, like you're rightly saying, I think the whole concept of, you know, uh, patriarchy and how, you know, women are supposed to do this and that. And like you rightly said at the beginning of you know kind of the wave changes of feminism, now feminism is also you know I mean there are these uh, historic datas of telling us that feminism is not a concept of only the eighteenth uh, you know eighteenth or the nineteenth century or the twenty first century, but it goes back to the Greek times. Can you imagine? oppressed mm. gender you know we are an oppressed gender who primarily feel that we are not safe. We are being targeted or we have these, you know, issues around us with people who are looking at us. Can you imagine I was just seeing this? Uh, I mean, I I must recommend all the audience of Socially Desi also to go and see this, um, you know, kind of video, which is being done by the print, where the print is asking questions, standing in the middle of, uh, you know, kind of Delhi NCR, which is our cannot place, where the, you know, kind of um, journalist is asking, Logo, and there are men, they are just going and saying that we can use the peningi, and they're not yeah. going ki, to be able to do that. And, and they're so okay about it. You know, that mindset is so okay. It's okay, you know, kind of for them to say this. That it's a why are we a rape country, you know, in the world. Because of the sort of a mentality we have. And if it has to change, it has to change in a way where, like we rightly discussed in the grassroots level from you know kind of ways in which you know uh, there are these severe punishments given to the uh, people who offend the whole concept of you know women or women or you know I would say feminism that they are I, I would say wo hota na, ek level pe, unko aise punish kiya jai, that next time somebody who feels like offending the whole system or the whole concept of feminism gets shiver down his spine before doing that so that's the kind
0: you need to create examples because unless you have an example in front of the people, then, uh, you know, you will not have these people even thinking of that. Absolutely. So you need to set examples. I mean, there you have to start somewhere. I mean, take the example of uh, uh, this uh, Hathras case, which has come out. Yeah. Right. And see the, uh, you know, uh, the mockery of the whole system, which is going on. Right. So uh, unless and until you make an example out of it, then you will not be able to uh, move towards the right direction uh, when it comes to, you know, forget about feminism, like simply putting in uh, the, uh, what do you say, you know, what is right and what is wrong, giving justice.
1: Absolutely. It's all about justice. You know, it's not about even the, I would say, I would for a minute, uh, you know, kind of look at it from an angle where I would say, you barbaric act ho sakta hai, you know, yeah. kind of atrocities. And this is not a very, this is not a very new thing. We've seen this, a similar case happened in the Nirbhaya, you know, rape case or the Hyderabad case, where these people have been absolutely brutal. And uh, though Hyderabad case, sad and, you know, kind of an encounter. But the other cases, the way, you know, kind of we keep on running the whole judiciary to give them their due credits about, you know, kind of legal rights and all of that. It sort of just gives me this whole idea, you know, as someone who has this rape mentality, that it's okay, you know, so mm. And, uh, you know, I mean, that whole concept of it's okay. Yeah, even if there are women who are being molested or raped and they choose to be quiet because the system is such that, you know, there's more of mockery than the support or the mental, you know, kind of an emotional, um, you know, support system that the women would need that, you know, the country in itself is becoming more, uh, I would say, uh, dangerous because we right now, because I do come from, you know, digital and social media background. But to my utter dismay, I would say that the way we have started using this whole media and specifically social media, that everybody is opinionated, has now started to become a problem. Because everybody has an opinion, everybody needs to share it. And everybody has an, um, you know, kind of way of plan of action for how to deal with the hathras, you know, kind of culprits, or what to do with the nirbhaya case, ke, you know, kind of parents who've been, you know, who whose child was killed during that act. So I think wahan pe bhi concept hai na, jahan pe we've all got so much of freedom of speech that we are just going about blurting out everything and anything is where the problem is coming. So, I mean, for me, I really feel that uh, when we talk about feminism or any of these, you know, kind of recent cases, the whole concept would have to and should be about, you know, being responsible and, you know, like not, uh, you know, not a, Point of topic of discussion, but the way generaliz- journalism is being done today, you know, um, about how women should behave, or you know how why did the rape really happen? You'll be shocked. All these regional newspapers or regional, you know, TV shows. I mean, when I look at them, I feel so much shocked because these are pe- these are channels or these are mediums which are making opinions, and the kind of opinions they share about, um, you know, in general about gender. It's it's actually very very you know shocking, and I think somebody needs to come out there, or maybe have we should have a judiciary system which should come and take a control of what is being spoken about, and you know how much is you how, are you supposed to be responsible for what you speak, specifically to in regards to this whole concept of feminism and you know the way women have to be treated. It's important and it's extreme becoming extremely like the need of the hour. I feel.
0: I couldn't agree more. I mean, in fact, I was speaking to a couple of friends the other day. And this was something that even we were discussing that today, the journalism and especially the social media, uh, you know, meme pages or whatever people are speaking online, I guess it has just become like a fish market, where everybody is just smelling bad. Like, there's no one uh, who can actually stand up and put a thought which comes across as a well uh, thought of and intelligent uh thought. Uh, you know, notion towards a particular issue. I mean, you look at Twitter, it's filled with uh, bots, it's filled with IT cells, and people are just talking trash about each other. It has all become a political agenda. And in fact, feminism, if I look at it, I mean, uh, uh, tell me if I'm right or wrong, but let's say, you know, a girl says, uh, yes, you know, as a woman, I'm a feminist. Then uh, she's looked at as a bra-burning man-hater, you know, who's campaigning always about free the nipple and and showing her underarm hair, right? So that's that's as a woman, when you say you're a feminist. And when, as a man, you say you're a feminist, then you're branded as a whipped soy boy, you know, somebody mm. who's, who's just like a submissive uh, to his dominating women uh, in his life already. So... Uh, mm. These are the two things which I feel um, are of greater issue because unless and until uh, the millennials uh, today, they don't understand what's right and what's wrong and what exactly are they standing for. I mean, if you put up a post on social media, what does that actually mean? Do you actually mean what you write or do you actually, you know, stand by of what you retweet? Uh, I mean, I see a lot of youngsters who are just falling in this rabbit hole of uh, never-ending hatred. What do you have to say about this?
1: Absolutely, I couldn't agree more, Anurag. You know what? I mean, um, like you rightly said, uh, feminism is all, you know, right now tagged in this particular, I would say, box where, you know, you hate men or, you know, it's like these various movements that you have to support. And there's this whole concept where specifically, you know, there are there are a lot of, uh, you know, I would say intelligent and opinionated women I, women I meet. And a lot of times we all discuss and happily cheer about is that the, you know, you would never call uh, a lady who's confident as someone who's confident. You'll always call her bossy or you'll call her aggressive. You won't use those kinds of terms for a, ma- for a man, you know, For a man, it's okay. It's the same concept, which you remember when we were young, we used to discuss about if you do it more number of boys, you are considered to be a slut. And if a boy dates a number of girls, he's considered to be a Casanova. And a Casanova was a kind of a title which a lo- lot of boys wanted to have. Yeah. And a slut was a title which none of the girls wanted to have. So, you know, my concept is that uh, the whole concept, like you rightly said, is basically about, you know, now putting you into boxes where they say, oh, you're opinionated. So you're a feminist. Ho hi pakka. And okay, you've talked more about and you come from the opposite direction, uh, you know, opposite gender, that is being a man. So, oh, you're a, you know, kind of, tia, you know what a cry baby. So the whole concept, uh, I mean, is like we rightly understand, has been stitched uh, in our head in a way that it looks true to all of us, you know. And... Uh, and while there are a lot of these campaigns and these, uh, you know, shows, etc. that we keep seeing these days uh, in tits and bits, they you know, kind of, they'll be, they'll be talking about how, um, you know, guys who cry are no more, you know, kind of losers or, you know, kind of, let's say, weak or who, when girls are bossy, they, that doesn't really mean that, you know, um, they are aggressive, but the wholesome understanding is about being who you are and because the kind of society we come from and specifically in india mein, the whole concept is about uh, lok kya kahenge mentality
2: yeah.
1: which basically you know starts which basically starts playing with you know everybody's head heads where you know we are not able to make decisions or you know take our own calls because we are just too concerned about lok kya kahenge and even if at a matter uh, you know in a man- manner Let's say Anurag doesn't care about what people say. He will have you know external influences like his own parents or you know his own uh, family members who will you know kind of have a say in whatever he is trying to do. So I think the whole concept w- which I see right now is basically in a way where there's this whole concept of. Pseudo-understanding also of feminism, mm. which is a very sad reality. That if you bossy or if you are very strongly apne, apne assertive ho, as a woman, you are being considered a feminist. Ki, haan, bahi, feminist. You are a feminist. It's all about you know, women are better than men. But the concept is never was never about women are better than men. I think it became, like we even started our show with, it became like that because, you know, as women, we were like, no, no, this is how we are looking at equality. When it did not happen, it sort of camouflaged itself into, if you can't give us this, then we want this because we are better than you. So I think there is where the whole twist came into the picture. And it sort of uh, very, I would say, sadly turned in a place where, you know, kind of, like I said, modern feminism is about, under, you know, has become about undermining your own self, which is the problem. So, um, you know, the concept has to be uh, made in a way that the uh, there's a whole concept, you know, kind of has to be made in a way where, you know, you understand that it is about equality. It's about, you know, being equal. I have come across a lot of people who I interview and who would tell if I'm supposed to work under you, I have a little bit of problem. Mm -hmm. Why? Because, you know, and uh, while, you know, kind of because, you know, kind of people we work with. Of course, come from backgrounds which are which is you know which are well to do, but there is this whole concept where I see if my admin manager has to work under my HR, who's a woman, and my admin manager, or let's say my clerk is a man, he has severe issues. Hmm. How can I work under a woman? And there is where the whole problem comes into picture. And, um, you know, I mean, it was very funny, but I recently rejected one of these you know kind of a very good person i mean, who was supposed to join my team, you know why, because he told me Shadi oh god, so. And, and, you know, kind of, uh, I remember, I mean, in my head, I was like, does he even realize what he means? But that is a ground reality, you know, and my understanding was I can't work with him because tomorrow when I am his boss, he will have all sorts of problems with me because I'm a woman, you know. So I think the whole concept also emerges from this uh, uh, learning where uh, there are these, you know, kind of trademarks that, like I said, Pink is for girls and blue is for women, uh, you know, boys. We trademarks and we have them. There has to be these educational campaigns, there have to be these, you know, kind of concepts which have to go. I mean, for feminism, you we do realize that India still has a very high ratio of, you know, female feticide, which is a very sad reality, even being in 2020. Yeah. You know? So, how do we change those setups, mentalities, etc.? It's a long, it's a long, I would say, it's a long uh, uh, journey to be taken ahead. Yeah, It's a long, long route. And uh, we'll have to, you know, I would say, march towards the destination and just look at the journey because until we reach the destination, maybe we're not there in the world anymore. But I'm hopeful that the way I think women are growing, women are acting, women are owning up their decisions. That sh- Change
0: shall also come someday. Yeah, so true. I mean, at the end of the day, we have to start somewhere. And I believe that this start should actually start from uh, our rural areas, from our tier two, tier three cities, because that is where uh, till now, like I believe that uh, metropolitan cities have issues with feminism, but the kind of issues that we have in the urban lifestyle are way different, uh, right? Then when it comes to uh, you know women facing issues in the rural setup or uh, in small towns across india so when you say uh, you know we should have educational camps we should have these drives where ngos or government bodies or in fact you know as we individuals we can run those drives we can run these community programs but i guess that is where uh, uh, a majority of uh, the women are being oppressed more uh, uh, when it comes to their, uh, you know, e- equal rights and uh, their, you know, freedom to live, uh, most of all. So that is where I believe uh, the f- this movement should start.
1: Absolutely. I'll tell you a funny mm-hmm. When you were speaking, um, you know, you said rural areas have this, uh, you know, have oppressed women. And the unfortunate reality is, urban India has flawed feminism. Hmm. So we are in the middle of nowhere. So one place, let's say the Bharat, doesn't know what feminism stands for. Tum aurat or aur mera is the way they understand feminism. And urban India has this whole concept of if I'm a woman, I'm supposed to you know kind of blah 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 I, I can smoke I can drink I can you know kind of do what I feel like and I can be doing this and that and you know I am better than you who the hell are you to stop so you know there's a, this whole concept of either aggression which we also called as elite you know feminism which is about thinking that you are you know kind of way ahead than men folk and then there is this whole concept of flawed feminism which is about you know kind of thinking that feminism only means about you know, women asking and, you know, wanting and, you know, kind of begging for more rights for themselves. Yeah. So, we bhi nahi is this And there is where the whole problem has started coming into picture. So, um, yeah, I think rural areas, I interesting. tell you um, because I am also a marketeer. The whole concept, if you would also see, because Anurag, I do understand you are also a marketeer, you will mm-hmm. see that, Whatever happens or starts from, you know, let's say the urban India or you know kind of India mein jo hota hai wo Bharat apna adopt karta hai, because Bharat is aspirational. And whatever the you know urban India will do, rural India would try, you know, kind of gauging and getting a bit of it and trying, you know, would try to copy it. A very interesting thing, one of my mentors, you know, told me once, and which I completely believe. You remember when we were young we used to get NIEK newspapers. newspapers So with NIEK, the concept of NIEK that we should all have a concept of reading newspapers and getting to know journal knowledge? And this was one of these campaigns which this mentor of mine started. And she said a beautiful thing. Now she is into, you know, waste management, etc. So, you know, her whole concept is about making people believe in the power of, you know, paper bags and not plastic ones. So, you know, her whole concept started with this, uh, you know, notion where she would tell me that, I mean, there is this brown paper movement, which she has started in these primary schools, you know. So, People and children do understand that plastic is better brown paper, which I can use, can dispose, bhi kar sakta hun, and it's not even harmful for the nature around me. And there is where I would want to add on and Not only in rural India, but also in urban India, where you know, kind of kids are going to school. Should this whole concept of feminism being, like I said, grassroots level say, be injected into them that you know I do understand that they're you know kind of as a woman or as a young girl. I'm equal to a young Anurag, you know, who's mm-hmm. just my partner. And, and you know, kind of, it shouldn't be like a flawed concept that, you know, I and you can not be friends because right. our genders are different. So I think those concepts have to go out of the, you know, kind of picture, where bolte hain ya hain ki you know, girls are supposed to do this and boys are supposed to do this. But, you know, kind of start giving these booster energizers to kids at uh, you know, in rural India and urban India, from school levels, so that when these big, responsible adults they at least know that you know, kind of how feminism was always about equality and never about you know me being better than you.
0: True, true, that's true. And what sort of roles and uh, responsibilities do you feel uh, today's parents should uh, take up when it comes to educating these uh, kids about feminism?
1: I think. Uh, parents have a, have, I mean, they are your first teachers as a matter of fact. Hmm. And, uh, you know, the way uh, the penetration of internet as well as, you know, kind of content, specifically digital content is being um, dispelled throughout India. It's extremely important to make sure that, you know, the kind of content we show our child or, you know, the kind of concept that we seed into our child's, brain and mind is there from you know day one like I mean I would want to you know say that you know when you know you talk about being an empowered you know woman the whole concept comes in from the concept of of course my parenting you know my father making sure that he supports my mother to his best of abilities and not letting you know any one of us realize that she's a woman and you know she's supposed to just sit here and cook rotis for you Right. or my husband you know who would Never ever, you know, complaint about, you know, kind of uh, why is it that you don't cook? Or why is it that you don't take care of the house chores? Also, because I chose not to do it. And here lies, do what your soul feels like. And then, you know, your mentors and your bosses and your friends around you giving you this whole concept of why is it, you know, kind of important to be who you are? I think with that comes parenting where, you know, the whole concept flows into the picture where there are tools, techniques of teaching the child to just take the right decisions. The thinking process has to be there. Right. I mean, I would often joke around with my mother because she happens to be a teacher that, um, you know, as Indians, one thing which I see a lot of us lack is lack of decision-making. McDonald's McDonald's decision that should I eat a McPuff or should I eat Maharaja that it's not even funny you know and I remember when I was a school girl I mean I used to often tell everyone what to eat in the party what will I eat you know I mean now when I look at the young me or the mini me my question would be why were we not being able to take this simple decision of what is it that I want in my life even if that means what i want to eat right now so i think that whole concept has to start from an angle where you know your parents have to teach you or you know as young parents you know we have to teach our children and that doesn't mean like our own biological children but any children you know who we think have these you know kind of profoundly young minds and are shaping up in their you know whole system to actually understand about the concept. So I meet a lot of young kids in my family, in my friend circle, you know, at my office place with uh, of my colleagues. And my genuine question to all of them would be, if you do something, why do you do it? And at times I'm just shocked and can you imagine mm. and there is this whole concept still existing, you know which used to exist during when I was a young child that you know kind of boys are bad and girls are the best, so you know that concept still exists, which is okay in a particular tenure or a period and but you know how do you evolve out of it? is a very important role where parents have to come into picture and have to always talk about this whole concept of being equal and you know kind of being at level with the others so as there is no flawed reality about it so I think that is extremely important for you know each and every parent to realize so I think next time uh, when you know your daughter picks up that bicycle wearing those short you know shorts uh, you should just let her be and if she falls Chot laga ke bhi aati hai, we should be the one who should be like all be okay about it so i think that's the kind of upbringing that you have to give be it be you know Gender shouldn't be just like, you know, bound with this whole concept of girls are supposed to do this and boys were supposed to always do this. So I think that's the kind of upbringing parents have to give. And luckily, like I said, it's not digital content, hai, not digital content hai, that if used wisely and rightly can really help shaping kids' understanding towards this whole concept of equality.
0: So true. I mean, uh, I really liked uh, the way you have uh, portrayed this whole uh, role and responsibility for parents, because uh, even I believe that uh, certain traditions and cultures in our society are good to be followed and good to be imparted to your kids. Uh, But then again, uh, when it comes to uh, making them uh, future-proof in their life and making them confident enough to lead a happy and healthy life uh, going ahead, we have to make sure that uh, the fundamentals uh, of society and uh, when it comes to feminism or, you know, in general, equal rights and uh, being there and being yourself needs to be imparted right from the early age. And that is very, very important when it comes to a good family setup. Absolutely. Uh, a lot of uh, you know uh, young parents these days you know uh, who are listening to socially desi uh, we've been talking about a lot with our community as well when it comes to um, you know children and their mental health as well in fact we did uh, one episode uh, a few months back on uh, you know maintaining your child's mental health and uh, during that also we interacted with a lot of parents and uh, this was you know one of the things that we also spoke to them about that uh, when it comes to mental health you know uh, when these kinds Kind of discrimination, they actually start from school itself. And Absolutely. and this plays a huge role in uh, their mental health going forward uh, in the future. So uh, it's really important that you make sure that if you want your kids to have uh, a healthy uh, mental You know, balance going ahead, these things, these discriminations and all need to stop. And that is where the educators and the uh, institutes also come into place. Like we had, we now have sex education as part of uh, the curriculum. Mm. I I believe, uh, you know, making sure that uh, these kind of uh, topics, uh, when it comes to uh, discrimination and equal rights, these also need to come out somewhere as part of your subject.
1: Absolutely. And Anurag, what I would also want to add to this whole concept is that as parents, the whole concept is not about only preaching, but also practically executing and showing your kids how, you know, the system of equality does exist in your mind and in your system, you know. I mean, I remember my father being extremely um, helpful, you know, my mother is a teacher and she's usually running around because she has to you know, reach her school at 7.30. Mm-hmm. It's my father who supports her end-to-end. So for me, the whole concept has never been about looking at them from an angle where, you know, he's the husband or the man of the house and she's the woman of the house. For me, it's been, these are two partners t- trying to, you know, control this house, trying to raise these two kids and no gender specific and they're just letting their kids be who they are. And then comes these institutions where, you know, you would run, you would see the kind of, you know, kind of way where, you know, a teacher is usually supposed to be a lady and, you know, a sir usually can be a part of a college, but not at a school. Yeah what the notional you know kind of parts where i think as as people need to be become better i was just recently watching and i'm sure uh i mean i must recommend it to all the socially desi audience too it's a beautiful series very fun um very short series called as pari war
2: mm-hmm.
1: which has come on hot star and um funnily there is this uh, guy who's basically uh who's become like a you know kind of uh uh, what do you call hospital attendant? Okay. And uh, you know, mockingly, it's a Allahabad based uh, series, and mockingly, they call uh, the guy Sister sister Divi, you know, and they okay. call this sister. Hai, ye to sister hai. So, the whole notion is nurse is a sister, mm. you know, and a lady he a lady. And uh, though, you know, we all laughed at it in the, you know, I would say in that moment. But I realized that if somebody, you know, and I know as a matter of fact that my, you know, 15-year-old cousin is watching it. I mean, in my head, I was of the opinion and, you know, in this young girl's head, it is etched that a nurse is supposed to be only a woman and not a man. So I feel these institutions, ke ilawa, like I said, digital content dissipation. So we mockery Show And we don't make these things to be like hey, humorous, but look at it from an angle that it may leave an impact on me. So you know, I mean I do know as a matter of fact that a lot of uh, flight stewards are called as like, you know, kind of air hostess. Yeah. And people would usually look at them so mockingly and you know ask them that why are you you know kind of doing a woman's job so uh, these are notions and these are understandings which i think have to go from the whole mindset and we have to look at it from an angle that, you know, while, you know, our parents do their major bit, which is still 60% of it, these other institutions that you just spoke about, institutions, you know, circumferential, all the environmental factors have, they do act there's a differentiation shown between a woman and a man. So I think that's extremely important.
0: And uh, it also boils down to, uh, you know, like, okay, you know, there were a few issues uh, earlier, right? And, uh, you know, right from sati pratha to untouchability. So, India has had its fair share of. Uh, you know traditions and culture which was wrong at that time and we realized it later it took us a lot lot many decades to realize this and uh, this is also one big issue now that we in the 21st century need to realize that uh, we cannot uh, in any way going forward should categorize a particular job title uh, with their gender
2: Absolutely. Right.
0: So that is, again, uh, the idea behind this episode is also to make sure that we reach out to uh, everyone in the audience. Uh, you know, whether you are a hot star, you can sponsor me, by the way. And uh,
2: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and uh, of course, everyone who's, uh, you know, either making content, consuming content, whatever you are doing, the idea is to make sure uh, that you understand any job title this uh, in this era is not uh, fixated to a particular gender right uh, like you know i'll I'll give you a very uh, a good example of a janitor right so janitor generally people think that they are men but i've seen female yes. janitors as well yes. so so it's like you know we are just uh, i don't know we are just stuck to uh, that mentality and that era which has way gone by and uh, this is high time that we should come out of that era uh, even if you know those are a couple of things left but just you know just get rid of them so that we can lead forward with a good and uh, you know a beautiful society that we wish to
1: absolutely so true I think uh, you know I mean I have always seen a lot of when uh, you know kind of uh, and a lot of places I've seen people telling me that HR uh, you know men are to be mocked on (laughs) because you know That's the whole concept, you know, where which is like, you know, kind of having positions or titles being only, you know, talking about Hmm. how your job has to be specific. So that's so true. And yeah, society needs to see a change overall in our thought process, in the way we deal with things, in the way I think, uh, you know, kind of. At a smaller level, you know, kind of I am questioned so many times, you know, by a lot of, uh, you know, old people around me that why are you not changing your surname? Why is it that your maiden name is still behind while you've been married? And, And I mean, it's so strange for me to answer that question, Anurag, because for me, I mean, it changes nothing between me and my husband or, you know, the love we have for each other. Yeah. But these small things. And, you know, you're being judged that maybe, you know, you're just too bossy around him. (laughs) Or, you know what, maybe your, you know, uh, marriage is not not here to stay for long because you both are not so much committed to each other. I'm just so shocked because for me, I'm like, wow, that is how you define things. That is how you define relationships. It's it's a shocking reality also, but that's the true reality. But I think uh, I have seen a lot of, like I said, I have seen a lot of girls come under these pressures and, you know, primarily get their surnames changed or, you know, do what the society feels like. Um, It definitely takes a lot of guts, a lot of abuse also mentally, you know, when you take a stand for yourself because all of a sudden you you are seen like someone who hates humans, but that's not true. And, um, you know, I have really realized that Whenever it is about, you know, standing for feminism, it is about like, you know, kind of empowered women empower women, you know, Mm. that's the kind of concept which really stands true. So, I mean, um, and, and it's just not there for only women, let me tell you. I mean, I feel a lot of empowered men who believe to, you know, who believe that women are their equals are also beautiful support system in this whole journey. So, While I'll still, in my head, you know, before, you know, uh, we we go offline from Socially Desi show today, uh, believe that, uh, you know, let's say 70% janta is still unaware, believes in either elite or pseudo-feminism. There is this whole complete, like, 30% janta of both men and women who truly believe in the concept of equality. And that is, like, a happy thing to say. And, of course, in the festive uh, season of October.
0: So true. So true. I mean, uh, and, uh, you know, before we uh, wrap up the episode, uh, you know, you have been working with a lot of corporates and you run your own company as well. What do you think uh, that somebody should do in their workplace policies in order to bring in these real changes?
1: Super. I think uh, one of these, uh, you know, kind of, uh, I mean, one of the award shows that I was recently awarded asked me a similar question. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Luckily, you know, this is like uh, given like I have this on my fingertips right now. So I think the very first important thing at corporate level would be about, you know, making sure that there is absolutely no pay uh, disparity between men and women, which is unfortunately not reported, but exists in even large corporates. So I mm-hmm. think we need to paid parity.
0: But how do you distinguish uh, a paid parity? You know, pay parity, how do you distinguish? Because uh, when, when you say, because I know a lot of people can debate on this. And mm-hmm. I, so I wanted to get a clear uh, picture from you. When you say pay parity, what does that mm-hmm. actually mean because uh, let's say a guy and a woman are uh, working let's say as consultants for your company right mm. uh, so how do you define their pay parity
1: so it's it's simply done on meritocracy you know up merit ko how merit ke se you know if let's say puja is better than you know kind of gagan pooja gains more pay as simple as it looks i mean i really have never Understood this whole concept of there has to be a pay gap because you know uh, Puja is a woman and Gagan is a man. No, that doesn't exist. Shouldn't exist. Yeah. So I think also luckily uh, you know and you would agree with me when I say that Anurag because ab kya hua hai, Kafi jagah pay disparity uh, ye jo pay parity You know why? Because uh, the whole concept has started moving towards metro, si and you know, then there is a whole social media wave. Jokey, you know, tomorrow you do unjust to me as puja, I mean, and do something better for Gagan. I will just go out and make sure that you know I don't leave you, you know, kind of I would say, um, I don't let you pay for the kind of damages you've done to me. So, I think also corporates to reduce this pay gap ko kam karne ki kari because of a very simple reason that they feel now, you know. Merit. Ke upar, we'll have to base our decision. So yeah. that's number one. So, I mean, even, you know, when we hire people or a lot of agency people or a martech product companies that we deal with, I mean, I've seen some wonderful women working and they get more paid than uh, men or, you know, kind of men getting more paid, not because they're men, but because they have better merit than the women. Right. So I think what, that is what makes sense to all of us. So that's also very logical and sensible.
0: Yeah, it has to be, it has to be based on merit, it has to be based on your competencies, because at the end of the day, uh, if you're trying to, uh, let's say, you know, I'll take an example of any appraisal that comes in. So Mm. uh, for any appraisal, I guess the HR, uh, I mean, this is sadly what I see in corporates these days that HR is just a face right Mm. so uh, all the appraisals are done by the manager everything is done by the manager the HR is the one only signing it and uh, displaying it on their emails or whatever Mm. so I guess uh, HRs need to have a better role a bigger role in this and uh, when it comes to having a uh, you know a fair judgment of what they have done in the past year uh, when it comes to their appraisals and that is where uh, I guess uh, a lot of uh, when you say pay parity uh, gap is uh, still lurking around because uh, even if let's say Pooja and Gagan are in the same position in the same company having the same pay but end of the yeah. day uh, next year maybe Gagan can go up right yeah. Uh, yeah, with a with a big margin I mean I, I mean of course I'm I'm all for Gagan if he has done a good job I mean if Pooja hasn't done a good job it, it's okay I mean she doesn't deserve that but if uh, let's say it's just because of favoritism or hmm. because you know his manager gagan's manager is a patriarchal you know kind of a flag bearer then that's a big problem
1: absolutely agreed absolutely agreed but like you're rightly saying i think uh, um, uh, with the advent of more digital, etc., I think HRs have also started, you know, kind of taking a lot of, uh, and with so many, you know, technological upgradations happening at workplaces nowadays, I mean, uh, you know, I am I am happy to flaunt, let me put it like this. Mm. And I'm happy to flaunt when I say that, you know, we have a clear, Productivity index, and uh, you know, that index just tells me that somebody is at a 60% or the other person's at 93%, and gender is absolutely not seen there. So, I think uh, absolutely agreed that there are ways and means where you know you're absolutely right that even I have heard examples or seen my own friends uh, being, uh, you know, kind of uh, paying the whole coin, paying the, you know, like they say, paying the. Uh, Uh, what do you call, rent of being a woman. But at the same time, uh, there are things happening for better. And I feel that as we go and as we progress, um, the society is going to become such that because a lot of people are getting voices, uh, again, thanks to social media, um, they will not keep quiet. And this whole, uh, you know, parity and disparity will come to a place where, you know, things look a little better and merit is given more priority. And then I think extremely important are clear, clear, you know, hiring guidelines. And uh, I think uh, you would also see that there's this whole concept of gender equality coming into picture. You know, equal number of women have to be there or you need to make sure that there is like a 60-40 or a 70-30 ratio um, coming into picture at workplace, which is extremely important for us. So, you know, there is a, and then this beautiful, I think, uh, the Companies Act, which was, you know, which came into picture in 2019, said equal board representation. So you now need to have a woman on board. Yep. And uh, and you'll be shocked, Anurag uh, um I would say monthly, a tech startup, startup from, you know, financial world or somewhere, or digital marketing, say Ajata call, because they want you to be now there on, you know, kind of, um, you know board of directors and there is where you know you would as a woman just sit try questioning them understand what you want on the board of directors just because you're a woman or because you have merit that is for a woman to evaluate so I think that's an extremely important even our as women our responsibility to take care of but at the same time I uh, it's extremely important that equal board representation has started, and uh, you know this should be seriously taken in. And I think um, uh, you know at even uh, Emporium Digital, uh, that is my company, we make sure that you know we we sort of empower women uh, with compulsory self-defense training.
2: You
1: know, mm. it is a uh, thoda bahot ya fir you know kind of a concept where you know you're being given pepper spray or you know you're being taught these. Um, you know karate tips and techniques so as you are self-aware about making sure that you know you know how to defend yourself in a in a time which nobody wants to see but if in case you know it happens so I think compulsory self-defense is an extremely uh, important training that all women Uh, should get in, you know, kind of various multinationals or SMEs or, you know, mid-sized companies from here onwards. So true. And I think uh, then gender sensitization sessions for male employees. Uh, I think that is so important. And um, I I remember, so, I mean, this is also very important uh, for all, uh, you know, Anurag lovers and Socially Desi followers that... uh, (laughs) Anurag lovers? (laughs) So uh, you know, we sort of connected because there was this whole uh, post on LinkedIn which I had done for the menstruation, you know, leave pay which was given by one of these, you know, kind of uh, new age companies, you know, new age product companies where you know um, I was questioning and challenging the whole status of why do we really need a menstruation leave because. When we leave the mensuration, I do think about my college friends who would always come back to me and say, Why do you have extra coach in the metro? Why do you have seats reserved for women in the bus? Why do you have 10% quota in the college? So you know, um, there is where you know, the whole mensuration uh, conversation also was about, you know, Uh, Maybe no sick, uh, you know, Mm. uh, sick and no question asked policy should be there rather than a mensuration, you know, kind of sick leave, um, letting the world know that I'm on my periods. And not that, you know, somebody should be ashamed of it or should be like, why should I tell the, you know, kind of whole world? But it is all about making sure that, you know, while you're going through the cramps and while you are absolutely in utter pain, it's okay because, you know, kind of it's okay to take a sick leave rather than sure that you know this is my right of being a woman because you know i i bleed so i deserve a holiday or a leave not the concept that we should breathe and understand and there is where i think the whole uh, the whole concept of male sensitization comes into picture because i mean tomorrow me and you and rag we start working and I, you know i'm in in the very first month of us working together, I go on a period leave, then I take a CL and then I tell you that, you know, I'm an, I am equal to you. And then, you know, I go on a maternity leave. Yeah. So you would look at me and say, Ki, why do you think your, you know, money should be equal to mine? Don't you think there has to be a pay parity which needs to come into, you know, how I am going to be judged or how you will be judged? And there is where, like I said, extremely is feminism Important about women taking their own responsibilities and understanding that it's not about flaunting or flouting the rules which the world has set for yeah. us, but using them judiciously, which is the most important thing. Otherwise, though, I think uh, you know, kind of um, the whole concept will keep running, and like I said, we'll have to perish to see the uh, true meaning of feminism. Uh, unfortunately, hamare perish hone ke and reappear hone ke baad bhi, feminism will not come <laughs> in its true form you
0: know yeah but i guess people have started to take a positive step towards uh, the whole movement and uh, even though we have a lot of pseudo feminists and uh, people who have a flawed understanding of this whole movement but there are people who are doing good and uh, right this whole uh, scenario of uh, having uh, you know menstruation leaves i mean even i believe that Uh, see menstruation is personal right Uh, everybody understands that uh, at least the uh, uh, people who are working in the corporates and who are in the metropolitan city at least I uh, would like to believe that they understand this so uh, trying to tag it specifically does not make sense uh, to me also because as a woman also I mean for you also it doesn't make sense just simply put it as a no question ask leave and give it to everyone yeah. because at the end of the day see anybody who is an asset to the company that particular person nobody no company in the world would uh, let you go okay they would want you to be with the company as long as the company exists because you are the superstar and you're a superwoman superman whatever you want to call it So, uh, be it man or woman, I mean, uh, there's one, uh, you know, big thing that Gary Vaynerchuk uh, said once in uh, one of his interviews. He said in his company in VaynerMedia that uh, Mm. he has uh, unlimited uh, leave policy. So, Mm. he doesn't have any number of days that you can take leaves. He says, I have unlimited days. So, you want to go for the whole year? Go for the whole year. But at the end of the day, see, everybody has to, see, you will be, uh, appraised at the end of the year, and uh, and the end of the day, if you are not performing well and somebody else is performing well and better than you, then of course that person will get rewarded, be it a man or a woman.
2: True, so true, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So uh, that, that, that is where, you know, Aditi and I, for guys who are uh, a bit, uh, you know, they must be thinking, what are they talking about? So this is how Aditi and I met on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. This was uh, where we had our first interaction on her comment section. And uh, then from there, you know, we uh, spoke to each other and that is how we connected. And I wanted to get her on board on this episode to talk a lot about these issues because as a a, a woman leader, uh, she is in a good position to actually tell you about all these things and expose uh, problems which are there lurking around and what can be the right solutions. So uh, with that, Aditi, I thank you very much for uh, coming on to the Socially Desi show and being such a good guest today
1: absolute pleasure just to you know let everybody know guys we were just not about you know kind of it was just not about you know that we were mein baat mensurations about leave but we also had an um, added point to you know uh, the whole concept which was about making sure that while urban women enjoy a lot of rights which you would have heard through the show um, there's this whole neglected rural women um, you know even when they're on periods the very next day they're either working or the very same day they're working and also having sex just because it's the need of the hour. So I think unke liye it's extremely important that we do understand what feminism is about and, you know, make India a better place to be.
0: So that wraps it up for today, folks. If you liked the episode, give it a big thumbs up, share it with your friends and let's go viral. Remember, our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth, mental health, relationships, business and entrepreneurship, and health and fitness. We would love to have Aditi on our show again in the future to discuss more about such social issues and much more. So, if you haven't yet done so, hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com. And as always, before I sign off, remember, life is black and white and everything in between.